passages of scripture this morning that I'll read into your hearing. Uh, because of uh, the subject that we're dealing with this morning, it is so much that can be said. And, and what, what I want to do this morning is just as a point of reference, uh, start off in John 14. I want to look at John 14, and I want to begin reading at verse 15. And then I want to look at Acts 1 and 8 as we have come this morning to celebrate this Pentecost Sunday. Lord, I honor you and praise you for this moment in time. I thank you for the day that you have made this day, the day that we have purposed that we are going to rejoice and be glad in. Breathe on us this morning, O breath of God. Do it in a special way. May your people this morning be reassured of your presence in their lives. May they be empowered to go forth and do everything that you have assigned to their lives to do. We thank you for divine purpose and we praise you for divine power. Father, we ask now that you would give the people everything that they need so that we can continue to please you and help us to forever humble ourselves for those of us who humble ourselves under your mighty hand will always be able to receive your help and so I thank you and praise you for what you will do in the matchless name of Jesus we pray all of God's people said amen John chapter 14, beginning at verse 15, the words of Jesus, If you love me, keep my commandments. I will pray the Father, and he shall send you, or he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. We thank God for that reading. Acts 1 and 8. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all of Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to, this morning, by the Spirit of the Lord, uh, preach to you from this thought you have the power you have the power oh come on lift your hands this morning and say i have the power come on god has provided it and i have the power the blood of jesus has purchased it and i have the power sometimes i don't feel it but through faith i must stand on it I have the power. Now, I want to, this morning, as we are here on this Pentecost Sunday, use a moment to reflect 
upon the goodness of the Lord. So much can be said about this day, and I will not try to bog myself down with the many details that we could draft from the meaning of Pentecost. But I will say that as we are here on Pentecost Sunday for believers in the Lord Jesus, Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit of God came upon his church in full new covenant power. Prior to uh, Pentecost, we see in the Old Testament a manifestation of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost comes upon specific individuals. We see him uh, coming upon groups of individuals. In uh, the Old Testament, we see the Spirit of the Lord enabling special individuals to do the work of the Lord. However, on the day of Pentecost, there would be a shift. On this day, the church of the living God would feel and see and experience the coming of the Holy Ghost in New Testament, New Covenant power. It is here on the day of Pentecost that the church could boldly declare we have the power. So, so Jesus raises the church and calls us to be his own spiritual body in the earth. He purchases the church with his own precious blood. And let us be clear about that because sometimes for some odd reason, uh, people act like they don't know who the church belongs to. But let's clear that up from the jump. The church, the real church belongs to Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus legitimately purchased the church. Jesus gives his church identity as the head of the church. Uh, he is the one who holds leadership and authority over the church. We are the light of the world. We have been called out of darkness into the marvelous light. From a dark place to a delightful place, that's what the Lord can do. He took us from a jacked up life of sin and brought us into the joy of his salvation. We are the light of the world. Those of us who love the Lord are called then to be light bearers in the world. It, uh, I thank him because as we look at it, then we come to know that in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have been given a new identity. We are a chosen generation in the face of life's challenges. The saints have been chosen. We are a peculiar people. Saints are not called to be pitiful, but we are to be peculiar. Come on here. We are, we are not just regular people, but but we are a royal priesthood. Jesus chose the church himself to represent him in the earth. We are an extension of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been empowered to do the work of the Lord in the earth. 
Jesus tells his disciples to go into all the world and make disciples. I love this because when you look at uh, the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, Jesus gives us what we have coined in the church as being the great commission. As we begin to look at, amen, the, 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 the words of Jesus, he gives us a reassurance that we need to go back to every now and then. He says in Matthew 28 and 18, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and the part that blesses me and lo, I am with you always even until the end of the world. Amen. See, this is what we have to keep in mind that we, the people of God, have already been given a mission in the earth by our Christ. I love it because Jesus, upon his initial ministry in Luke 4, comes to a synagogue in Nazareth of Galilee. He comes to his hometown and he declares that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel. See, see, we've got to remind ourselves that as, as believers in the earth, we have been called to do kingdom business. Oh, come on here. We are not just to dance. We must destroy the works of the devil. I, I want you to hear what I'm saying here. We are not just here to, uh, uh, we're not here to carry gossip. We are here to spread the gospel. We are not here to back down from challenges. We are here to break the chains of the enemy. We are not here to flee from devils. We are here to put devils on the flight, on the flight. Come on, I don't care where we land. We are called in the earth to lift up Jesus. And no matter how crazy things get, we have been chosen to make Christ known to the world. We are not called to a playground. We are chosen amen for the battlefield somebody praise him somebody give him glory we are here to do the work of almighty God God has then through his son Jesus given the church her mission and her mandate but I want to submit to you that Jesus knew that in giving us this mission and mandate, this mission to go into all of the world and make disciples, to give us the mandate of being the light of the world, Jesus knew that his people needed help to carry out his mandate in the earth. You can't make real disciples without divine help. Come on here. You can't you can see the sick healed without help. You can't offer the world hope without help. See, see, Jesus knew that his people would need power. And so he, 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 he sets this thing up because we cannot please God without moving in his power. God did not pick us with the intention of leaving us powerless 
need the saints of God to hear me well. I said God did not pick us with the intention of leaving us powerless. Saints are not picked out to be powerless. What God picks out, he also gives power. What God purposes, he always empowers. See, God does not just give you his purpose and leave out his power. Our life in Christ is no game. It really takes the spirit of God. You can only be sure to prevail over life's problems when you walk in God's power. Jesus made a promise in Acts 1 and 8. That you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The Holy Ghost power is dynamite power. The Holy Ghost power is explosive power. See, Jesus doesn't just provide us with purpose. He also provides us with the power to get it done. I wish I had somebody here because you need to get this in your spirit. God has not just given you a purpose. God has given you the power to get it done. God never gives a purpose without providing the power to get it done. I need a praise that'll give him praise right there. If you got purpose, you got power. Come on, if God has given you purpose, God has given you power because God never purposes you without providing you the power to get that thing done. Somebody lift your hands, open your mouth and give him praise right there. Come on, say, I have the power. Come on, say I have the power sometimes under pressure but I have the power sometimes faced with problems but I have the power sometimes have to endure some pain but I have the power that's why I keep prevailing because I have the power that's why I keep putting the devil on the run because I have the power we are the people of God and we are not powerless by the blood of Jesus Christ we have the power somebody give him praise somebody give him adoration somebody give him glory right there now cry from your belly I have the power I said God never picks anything out that he doesn't also purpose Jesus makes the promise that, I, that when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive dunamis. You shall receive power. You shall receive dynamite power. You shall receive explosive power. You shall have the kind of power that can send a message to the devil. Come on here. You know what? The devil only prevails when the saints don't realize what we carry. You hear what I'm saying? We have power. We have God's power. We have explosive power. We have miracle working power. We've got power on reserve. Come on, see, you you got to get this here. Come on, I said we have dunamis. We have power on reserve. Power for when it's needed. Come on here, because sometimes you don't know what you need. Come on here, until you show up in a situation. But God 
God says, I'll give you the kind of power that when you get there, everything you need will already be on board. I need a praiser here. Have you ever faced a situation and you were trying to figure out what you would do? And God empowered you in that self-same hour. God gave you what to say. God gave you what to do. God gave you grace to prevail. Have you ever been caught off guard? Come on in. And you didn't know what to do in the natural. But when you got there, the spirit of God took control of the situation because he's power on reserve. Oh, come on here. I don't have to retreat because I have power on reserve. Lift your hands and give God a shout of praise right there. I've come to bust up some devils today. I've come to lift up high the name of Jesus. And I've come to tell every blood-washed believer, you have the power rise up in the Holy Ghost. You have the power position yourself in faith. You have the power stop allowing the devil to gain ground in your life. Take authority and say, I have the power. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Dynamite power. See, see, God provides us with power. Come on, to get the purpose done, to get the get the, the mandate carried out. Come on here, he shall provide you with power. See, see, I love this power because he's power that baptizes us. Come on here, you don't just get in the body. You've got to be baptized into the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. According to the scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 and 13 by one spirit have we all been baptized into one body come on here so that you don't think that being in the body of Christ is your own doing to be in the body of Christ to be a part of the spiritual body of Christ come on here is a work of the spirit's baptism you can't get in the body of the living Christ without the Spirit's baptism. How did you get in? Come on here. I was baptized in by the Spirit of God. And when God baptizes you in, the devil can't block you out. Oh, come on here. I need a praise. I said when the Spirit of God baptizes you in, the devil can't block you out. Come on here. I'm so glad that I've been baptized in. I thank God for water baptism. But it wasn't the water that washed me clean. It was the baptism of God's Holy Spirit that made me a purified believer. What the water couldn't do, the Holy Ghost did. Somebody praise him. Somebody thank him. Somebody help me. Cry from your belly. We have the power. We have the power. We have the power. By the blood of Jesus, we have the power. By the cross of 
over me. We have the power by the grace of the Almighty. We have the power. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him adoration right there. Jesus says to his disciples, I'm not going to leave you without a comforter. I'm not going to leave you orphans. That word comfortless. I'm not going to leave you orphaned. I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I don't ever want there to be a time where the people of God are walking in the earth like they don't have help. God, come on here, did not leave you an orphan. Come on, when Jesus went back, come on here, he said, I'll pray that the Father and he'll, I'll pray to the Father and he'll send a comforter, a mother comforter. Come on here, the word another in the Greek is one just like I am who'll do the same thing I would do if I were there with you. Come on here. He's not just any comforter. He's another comforter. He's going to stick with you like Jesus stuck with the disciples. He's going to walk with you like Jesus walked with the disciples. See, the Holy Ghost is not just any comforter. He's another comforter. That word another in the Greek, let me tell it to you again. One who will be there with you, who will do the same thing I have done while I've been with you. Come on here. The Holy Ghost, come on here, is faithful. The Holy Ghost is power from on high. Somebody put a praise on it right there. I want you to know, saints of God, you have the power. You have the power. Now, Jesus says to them in John 14, I'm going to pray. And the Father is going to send you another comforter. Look at this. And this is what he said here, that he may abide with you forever. Come on. And then he, 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 he shows them in verse 18, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you orphaned. Don't be walking around here acting like you don't have nobody. Oh, come on here. Come on, this is it. God does not want the saints to walk around acting pitiful. You've got God's presence. And when you've got God's presence, you don't have cause to act pitiful. Oh, come on here. you got all the power you need to prevail in life. When you've got the spirit of God, I said you have all the power you need. To prevail in life. The spirit of God will help you get through anything. I'm so glad I got the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on here. And I'm so glad that Jesus is the distributor. I'm so glad that Jesus is the one who says, I'll give him to you. 
Oh, come on here. I'm so glad that he didn't have a Holy Ghost distribution committee because funny folks wouldn't have given it to some people. But I'm glad that God has sent his son and his son has made a promise to his people that I will not leave you without a comforter. Oh, come on here. That's what Pentecost is about. Jesus has made a promise. Not only will the spirit of God be with you, but there is coming a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. He will not just be with you, but he shall dwell in you. Oh, come on here. This is something here. You're not just going uh, uh, to, to, to be walking and he's alongside you. He said, but now this spirit of God is going to be within you. He's going to come and take up residence in your life. Well, well then who is the Holy Spirit? He is God. He is God in us. Oh, come on here. The Holy Spirit is God's personal presence in the lives of his people. Said the Holy Ghost is God's uh, personal presence in the lives of his people. The Holy Ghost is God in us. Come on here. God in us. So Jesus has already set this now he's getting ready to go back to the father acts one he has already made them a promise in john 14 he's already made them a promise in john 16 he's now getting ready to step on a cloud and go back to be with the father but he tells them I do not want you to depart from Jerusalem now now those of you that know this text understand that Jerusalem was a hostile place the Lord Jesus had just been crucified the Lord Jesus had gone through come on what many know to be one of the worst uh, crucifixion experiences Jesus had suffered for the sins of the world and those that would follow him are not a popular crowd. They're scared. Come on here. Fright has overtaken them to be in the regions of Jerusalem. What they really want to do is run. But Jesus says, do not depart. Come on here. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you some help. I'm going to give you some strength. I'm going to give you some power. But you cannot depart from Jerusalem until you receive the power that I'm going to send you. See, this is what I love here. Because see, when you really understand the will of God, God does not want anybody to do anything for him without his power. Come on here, because God gets no glory in what you do out of your flesh. Come on here. We are the circumcision. The real circumcision is not of the flesh but it is of the heart we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit we rejoice in Christ Jesus and put no 
no confidence in the flesh. Oh, come on here. Come on, what God wants us to do takes more than education. It takes the Spirit's enablement. Oh, come on here and hear what I'm saying. The Spirit's enablement will take you to accomplish things that education never could. Come on, I'm not speaking against it because you ought to learn. Come on here. But learning will prove powerless without the Spirit of the Lord. Come on here. Don't think just because you got a lot in your head, you don't need the Holy Ghost. Come on here. Don't think just because you got a lot of learning, you don't need the Spirit of the Lord. Baby, let me tell you, the power that you need to prevail is in the Spirit of God. Lift your hands right there. Open your mouth and give him praise. Jesus says to them, I want you not to depart from Jerusalem. Come on, this is important here. He says, I want to do some things for you. But, 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 but I want you to understand you cannot go anywhere until you receive this power that I want to give you. Come on, they went and waited in an upper room. Come on, because see, the thing is, when God gives you a promise, wise folk wait on it. Come on. Come on, when God starts uh, 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 saying to you, I'm going to do something, you can count on God doing it. Come on. Now, you don't get to dictate God, dictate to God when God's going to do it. Come on here. Come on, that's not your job to tell God when to do it. Your job is to trust that he's going to do it. Oh, come on here. The lessons of Pentecost is I want you to wait. Don't do a lot of moving. I want you to wait here. Come on here until you get power. Come on, he sends them in an upper room and told them to wait on the promise. Do not move until I make good on my promise. He wanted them to wait. Come on here. If you move, I want you moving in power. Come on here. God does not just want his people moving. He wants them moving in power. Come on here. He says, wait until you get what I got to give you. Wait for the power. Come on. So this is the order of God. He wants to lead the way. Isn't this amazing here? Because we don't tell the Holy Ghost what to do. We are sub to submit to what the Holy Ghost tells us to do. Come on. Come on. Your job is not to lead the Holy Ghost. Your job is to yield to the Holy Ghost and let him lead you. Oh, come on here. Wait, he says. Don't get out there and do anything without my power. Come on here. This is something here because the real people of God operate in the power of God. Come on here. We, we are not put on. We got real power. God gives his people real power. And you don't ever have to put on when you got real power. 
come on here. You don't have to play with devils when you got real power. Come on here. He didn't tell them you gonna go out there and receive something that's gonna cause you to have to put on. You shall receive power. Come on here. And see, you can't do nothing with real power. He said, I don't want you moving without power because you can't fulfill your divine purpose without God's power. God's people are called to function in God's power. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Come on here. You ain't really getting nowhere for God without the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on here. Without God's spirit, you are just turning around in circles. So this is it. They had to wait on the power because God never sends forth powerless people. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said they had to wait on the power because God never sends forth powerless people. Come on here. God told them, Jesus rather, told them to wait. See, because the real work of God must be done through the spirit of God. I, I teach you that principle all the time. You can't do the real work of God without the spirit of God. Come on here. And the Lord says to them in so many words, wait. I don't want y'all out there doing nothing scared. I want you to do it in the spirit. Oh, come on here. Come on, I don't need you out there playing around. I need you to have the power. And until you get it, I want you to wait there. Wait there because I'm getting ready to drop off something. Wait there because I'm getting ready to give you a package that's going to change your whole life. Come on here and look at this here. Because, see, you can tell when power comes. Because when power comes, it'll put out fear. When power comes, it'll begin to dis miss all of the things that keep you come on here from prevailing in God I love it because Jesus told them to wait because you can't do anything special for God without the spirit of God God is not honored by anything that we do outside of his spirit and one of the evidences that God loves us is that he sent his spirit to lead us come on here I know he purposed me because he empowered me to get it done I got sense enough to know ain't no way I can stand up and do what I've been called to do without the power of God come on here come on when you got power power with God and power from God you can bust up come on here the very gates of hell lift your hands in here open your mouth and give God a shout come on here he did not send them before he saturated their lives come on here God doesn't just want to send you he wants to saturate you you hear me here God does
does not just want a purpose yet. He wants to empower you. Come on here. Come on, God says, I want to do something in your life because God never commissions anyone that he doesn't expect to be controlled by his spirit. Open your mouth and give him praise right there. Come on, I said, God never commissions anyone that he doesn't expect to be controlled by his spirit. Come on here and put a praise on it right there. And I love the text because Acts chapter 2 makes it clear that on the day of Pentecost, God kept his promise. Come on here. Pentecost reminds us that God is a promise keeper. Oh, come on here. Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind and it filled the house where they were sitting come on here and there appeared under them cloven tongues of fire like as of fire come on and it sat upon each of them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance Baby, can I tell you, not only did God promise it, God came through on his promise. The day of Pentecost is a reminder that God is a promise keeper. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor. He said that he would send the Holy Ghost into the world upon his followers, and he did. You have the power because God is a promise keeper. God does not just say stuff. He specializes in doing stuff. You have the power. When the day of Pentecost fully came, the spirit of God filled them. Oh, come on here. God did just what he said. Not only will the spirit dwell with you, he shall be with you. He shall be in you. He shall dwell in you. Now God comes inside of the believer and makes for himself a house. Oh, come on here. The day of Pentecost fully came and the spirit of God manifested. God, the Holy Spirit, came to live in his people. The power that came on the day of Pentecost is in the earth right now. Oh, come on here. That was a day that the saints of God were, were able to receive the spirit of God in full new covenant power. Come on here. Full new covenant power. Come on here, the Holy Spirit was released upon the earth in full new covenant power. Power is here. Lord, have mercy. I wish somebody would lift your hands and say, power is here. Oh, come on here. Come on, the devil don't want me to know it, but I have the power. Power's here. 
Jesus came through on his word and the power is here. The power is available to every born again believer. Whether you know it or not, you have the power. Lift your hands right there and say, I have the power. See, the problem with many modern day saints is we don't know what we have. Come on here. And see, the devil can get over on you when you don't know what you have. Oh, come on here. You know how many people suffer because they don't know what they have? Oh, come on here. It's like being left in inheritance and nobody got up with you and told you that you had it. Like somebody leaving you a lot of money, a lot of riches, and you're living in poverty. Because you've not been informed. Isn't it something? But when you come to know what you have in the Holy Ghost, it'll change your whole life. Oh, come on here. See, 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 some saints don't know what they have. Oh, come on here. This is why it's so easy for people to get over on you. Come on here. God is not a supporter of two-class Christianity. Come on here. He doesn't bless some of his people with the spirit and then mistreat the rest and don't give him to them. Oh, come on here. God doesn't have any children who don't need his spirit. Oh, come on here. Now, I know that there's some people that want to act like they got more than everybody else. Come on here, but the same Jesus that saved you, come on here, saved everybody else who saved. And the same Jesus who has provided the Holy Ghost for you, come on here, provides him for all of the people of God. And I need you to get this here, because if the devil can keep you blinded about what you have, then he can start taking from your life. Oh, but when you ever come to the knowledge of the truth, it'll transform your life. That's why the devil wants to keep you away from the truth, because where there is truth, there will be transformation. And you know who the Holy Ghost is? He's the spirit of truth. That's why the devil wants you confused about the Holy Ghost. Because when you confuse about the Holy Ghost, you'll always be confused concerning the truth. Because the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. And that's the greatest way the devil tries to deceive us is to keep us from becoming familiar with the Holy Ghost, the help of God that's been left for the people of God, the presence of God that's been left for the people of God. See, I've come to tell you powers here. See, and the problem with the Corinthian church was that they didn't know what they possess. That's why Paul in 1 Corinthians 3 and 16 and 1 Corinthians 6 and 19 says to the Corinthian church, do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost and God dwells in you? See, because they didn't know what they possess. Oh, come on here. And you can't walk in power when you don't know what you possess. Oh, 
come on here. But when you know what you possess, that's a game changer. When you know your inheritance in God, that's a game changer. When you know how powerful the package is that was paid for by the blood of Jesus, that's a game changer. Open your mouth. I'm giving praise right there. You are a carrier of divine treasure. The Holy Ghost lives in you. See, devil's gain when saints don't know what God has given them. Devil's gain. I said when saints don't know what God has given them. Satan tries to use the ignorance of the saints to take advantage of us. But Jesus has left us the Holy Ghost a powerful package. True saints are not puny. They're powerful in the Holy Ghost. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. Give your God a shout right there. You know what? The devil is always trying to reduce what God has redeemed. Oh, come on here. How does he defeat you? By trying to reduce you. How does he reduce you? Through lies and deception. Telling you what you don't have and telling you what you can't do. Come on here. So the devil always tries to reduce what Christ has redeemed. Come on here. See, because the devil knows that if you know the full scope of what you have, <laughs> he can't keep stealing from you. Oh, come on here. When you've got the Holy Spirit, the devil knows his stealing days are over. Oh, come on here. Because the Spirit of the Lord will let you see Satan. Come on here. When he's trying to come your way. Oh, come on here. The Spirit of God not only will let you see Satan, the Spirit of God will empower you to stop Satan in his tracks. Come on here. It's in the devil's best interest that you don't know about the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on here. Because when you know about the Holy Ghost, that devil got to go. Come on here. So the devil is always trying to reduce you because he feels that if he can reduce you, he can handle you. See, the devil can't handle you when you operate in Holy Ghost power. Only way the devil gonna beat you up is you get in your flesh. Oh, come on here. Them that operate in the spirit will always prove to be more powerful than Satan because the spirit is God in us. Oh, come on here. So, so you can't have the power of God. Hallelujah. And then not be able to defeat the devil. Come on here. So, so, so the devil understands that if he can keep you ignorant about the spirit's power, then you'll walk around being pitiful. If the devil can trick you into staying pitiful, then you won't walk in overcoming power. Come on here, but this is it. Don't let the wicked one deceive you concerning what you're working with. You have the power. Lift your hand and say, I have the power. I'm not pitiful. I have the power. I'm not a peon. I have the power. I'm not puny. I have the power. 
Well, as time is leaving me, I want to then ask, who is the power for? Because I got to just set the record straight. Not preaching denominational bias. I'm preaching the Bible this morning. Who is the power for? Oh, come on here. How can you legitimately say, preacher, you have the power? How can you legitimately say, child of God, you have the power? Who is the power for? Jesus declares that this power is for the blood wash. Come on here. John says, watch this, in, in 14 and 17, he is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Come on here. Who doesn't receive him? Those who are not saved. Come on here. This is what Jesus said. When, when, when you live for the devil, come on here, you don't receive the Holy Ghost that way. Come on here. But when you receive the Savior, come on here. He'll provide the Spirit. Oh, come on here. He is the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Come on here. Jesus makes the disciples a promise. The Holy Ghost is with you, but he shall be in you. See, the Spirit of God is for the saints of God. Oh, come on here. The Spirit of God comes to fill the lives of Jesus' followers. I will not leave you comfortless. Don't forget that. I'm not going to leave you often. Literally, come on here. I'm not going to leave you without the necessary help you, you need. God loves you too much to leave you by yourself. Come on here. God is too kind to leave you without the comforter. Oh, come on here. This is what I love. God loves his people too much to leave us without sufficient help. Saints don't have to do life without the spirit of the Lord. Saints don't have to be shoved around by Satan. Because when you have the Lord, you have power. Now, who is it for? It's for believers. Come on. And then goes a little step further. How do we get this power? Well, I'm glad you asked because this was a question that was asked on the day of Pentecost. Come on here. This, this is important here. Uh, uh, Acts 2 and 37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what? Shall we do? I need you to give it to me straight. Come on. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. Those people that heard him were pricked in their hearts. They were so pricked, they said, how do we get out of this mess? Come on here. Then they asked a pointed question. What shall we do? Peter is under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. We know it because the Bible says the Spirit came upon them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And Peter is not answering this question out of his flesh. Come on, they ask, what shall we do? If we got to do jumping jacks, tell us. If we got to hang from the lights, tell us. 
Come on. If we got to run around the church 25 times, this is the time to tell us. Because we're asking you, what shall we do? All right now. So here we go. Here we go. What did Peter say under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost? I'm glad you asked. It's right here in Acts 2 and 38. They asked, what shall we do? What shall we do? We want what y'all have. What shall we do? And Peter, in Acts 2 and 38, said unto them, repent. Look at that. Because <laughs> that's the only way you can get what God has by the Holy Spirit is that you've got to repent. Come on here. You can't receive the Spirit without repentance. And Peter told them, if you want to know what to do, you've got to repent. You've got to know Jesus and be baptized, every one of you, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at what he said. For the remission of your sins. And look at what he said. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on here. The Holy Ghost don't belong to them. The Holy Ghost is the gift of God for the people of God. I wish I had a praiser here that would grab it right there. He said, when you repent, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When you give Jesus your life and give it to him for real, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's what Peter told them that they needed to do and not only does this apply for you Peter said this promise is not just for you it's for your children and your children's children it's for them that are afar off and as many as the Lord God shall call I need a praiser right there come on here to lift your hands and say I have the power come on say I have the power come on say I have the power come on here I know I've got the power because I'm in Christ and he's provided me the power not only do I live in Christ but Christ lives in me through the person of the Holy Spirit you have the power I know you have the power because Romans 8 and 9 says if you have not the spirit of Christ you are none of his God doesn't save folk and leave them without his spirit the spirit of God comes to live in those who make Jesus their Lord baptized into the body of Christ you have the power indwelled by the Holy Ghost you have the power and when God saves you you become his property the minute God saves you you become a temple for God's spirit God's property becomes a house for God's power the same God that redeemed you also comes to reside in you through his spirit. God has redeemed you and he's taken up residence in your life. We have the power. We have the power. We have the power. Somebody give him praise. You are a God carrier and you have the power. Come on, stop doubting God and declare by faith, I have the power. Some days you may not feel like it, but by faith you know it. I have the power. The blood of Jesus secured it, and I have the power. The grace of God has allowed me to receive it, and I have the power. Stop letting 
letting the devil tell you what you don't have and trust God and what he says you do have. Come on, stop letting the devil dictate to you what you don't have. Trust what God says you have. I am a dwelling place for the spirit of God. I'm a bona fide God carrier. Look at this. You have the power. And can I tell you, the power you have is not just temporary. Come on. Jesus said, I'm going to give you another comforter in John 14. And he shall abide with you forever. The Holy Ghost will walk with you the whole mile. Oh, yes. When people act funny, the spirit remains faithful. <laughs> Come on here. When people walk away from you, the Holy Spirit keeps walking with you. Oh, come on here. And this is what I love here. Even when they walk away from you, the Holy Ghost keeps working on you. Come on here. I'm so glad that when people leave me, the Holy Ghost doesn't follow them. <laughs> he will be with me forever. The Holy Spirit will be faithful to the people of God all the days of your life. The Holy Ghost may abide with you forever. The power of God is always with you. Come on here. He will be with you always. That means that there is not a season where the Spirit does not abide with the saints. Come on here. Lift your hands and say, I have the power. I want you to know that the spirit of the Lord will lead you all the days of your life. When folk get funny, the spirit will remain faithful. When people walk away, the spirit will help you to walk life out. Oh, come on here. In the face of warfare, the spirit will never stop working for you. When stuff seems to go down, the spirit will continue to guide. The spirit of God is a forever friend. Oh, come on here. This means you have a forever power. You have power through the storm. You have power in the face of pressure. You have power in the midst of problems. And this is what I love here. Not only is he forever, but he will lead you into all truth. Come on here. The spirit of God will never lead you into a lie. Come on, I've been talking about discernment a lot lately I've been talking about discernment a lot lately and this is important here the spirit of God guides you in truth so he can keep your life on track the spirit of God will help you to discern deception he will only lead you into what glorifies Christ Come on here, you hear me say this. This is why you hear me talking about what are they saying about Jesus? Does it glorify Jesus? Because that's what Jesus said of the spirit. When he comes, he shall glorify me. Come on here. The work of the spirit is to lift up the son of God. The Holy Ghost does not deal in deception. The spirit of God, come on here, I said never deals with deception. The spirit of God will do something awesome, but he'll never do anything underhanded. The spirit of God only traffics in the truth. Come on here. The spirit of the Lord won't lead you into living a lie. Not only will the spirit make you feel like running, sometimes he'll have you repenting. Oh, come on here. The Spirit of God won't just have you hollering. He'll help you to live holy. 
He won't just give you a shout. He'll also give you a shine. Come on here. Spirit won't just give you tongues. He'll also give you a transformed life. Come on here. You have the power. And I need you to get this here. See, we are blessed to be recipients of God's power. We have the power. You have the power. Power to stop patty caking with the devil. Power to walk in love. Power, I'm here to tell you. God gives us power. And the same spirit that chooses you will check you. Come on here. The same spirit that calls you will correct you. The same spirit that causes you to dance will help you to stop disliking folks. Come on here. I'm talking about real power. The same spirit that will move on you to say hallelujah will also move on you to say hello to your brothers and your sisters. Come on here. Same spirit that moves on you to lay hands on somebody will also move you to keep your mouth off somebody. Oh, come on here. That's the kind of spirit he is. He only deals in truth. He is power. I'm glad I have the power. And every blood-washed believer has the power. And I'm here as I close today to tell you that God has given you the grace to live a victorious life. You know what I found out? Every part of who I am ought to reflect what I have. Oh, come on here. When you got the Holy Ghost, somebody ought to know it. Oh, come on here. Because having the Holy Ghost ought to change how you handle life. I need somebody to grab this. You've got the power. When the spirit leaves you, you don't have to be intimidated by the enemy. Come on here. You don't have to be intimidated by what comes from the devil's lips. When the spirit of God leaves you, you don't have to worry about people's lives. You don't have to worry about the naysayers. When the spirit of God leaves you, you've got power. You've got power over the enemy. You've got power over your opposition. You've got power over the naysayers. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and say I've got the power. Come on here. Let the Lord lead your life. Follow his direction. Yield to him. Come on here. You have the power, my friend. God has not made you a victim. God has made you a victor. You have the power. Lift your voice. Open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. I come Pack in Holy Ghost power. See, when you pack Holy Ghost power, you don't have to be pitiful standing in front of the devil. When you pack in Holy Ghost power, you can wage a successful warfare. When you pack in Holy Ghost power, you can prevail in every battle. Lift your hands, open your mouth. You got power to shut down devils. You got power to dismiss darkness. You've got power to change environments. Lift your head. Open your mouth. When you come in the room, the power of God is in the room. Lift your head. Open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. What the devil don't like is that I have power. You've got power. Oh, you've got to do 
is yield to the power. Come on here. When you yield to the power, God can do something awesome in your life. When you don't yield, you can't receive the full benefits of the Spirit of God. But when you yield, then God will take control. When you yield, the Spirit will take over. Come on here. See, that's what the devil does not like. I ask the Lord, help me to live under divine influence that when I show up, I'll show up in the Spirit. That when I speak, I'll speak by the Spirit. Lift your head. Open your mouth. You have the power. You have the power. You have the power. And greater and greater is he that's within you than he that is in the world. Come on here. The wicked one will come against you. But you're working with something greater than what the wicked one has. Oh, come on here. You got the holy one. And the holy one will always prevail over the wicked one. Lift your hand. Open your mouth through the power of the Holy Spirit. You are more than a conqueror. Somebody put a praise on it. Rise up. You have the power. Stand to attention. You have the power. Hold your head up. You have the power. Square your shoulder. You have the power. Come on here. Take back what belongs to you. You have the power. You have the power. Jesus paid for it. You have the power. The blood of Jesus purchased it. You have the power. Grab it by faith. You have the power. Get up and win. You have the power. Ain't no power like God's power. The Holy Ghost gives the people of God all the power they need. Come on here. And you know what God wants? God wants you to be under the influence of his spirit. Be not drunk with wine, but be controlled by the spirit. Be filled. To be spirit filled is to be spirit controlled. As a man is controlled by wine. So God wants the spirit of God to control you. Come on here. Wine will do something if you get enough of it. If it really fills you, it'll change your walk. Come on here. It'll, it'll do something to your eyes. It'll have your vision different. Come on here. And God said, that's what I want. I want to so feel your life that your walk changes. I want to so feel your life that your eyes don't see anything but victory in the spirit. Come on here. It'll change your speech. And God says, that's what I want to do. I want you under the influence. Come on here. Until you say the things that please me. Holy Ghost is here. He's available. Pentecost is a reminder that the spirit of God is now in the earth in new covenant power. If you know Jesus, 
he's already on board. You know what you got to do? Yield. If you can yield, then God can work powerfully through you. When you don't yield, you limit the benefits you can get from the Spirit of God. Come on here. And since you have him, you might as well let him bless you. Because the Spirit of God will lead you into the places that you need to be. See, see, saints of God who have the Spirit of God can do some great things in life. Come on here. Saints who have the Spirit don't live defeated lives. We should be living delightful lives. Saints who have the Spirit, hallelujah, do not live lives that are in the low place. We live lives, hallelujah that are liberated. Oh, come on here. God will take you from a low life to a liberated life. That's what the Spirit of God can do. He's a comforter and he's a keeper. He's the Holy Ghost. He's the presence of God with the people of God. He is God in us. Get up today. Don't be pitiful any longer. Get up and walk in power. Submit yourself to God and watch him do something supernatural through your life. Come on, I know you don't feel like it some days, me either. But I'm glad that even when I don't feel it, I got the faith to know I have him. Oh, come on here. Come on, some days you don't feel it. But I'm here to tell you that you got to respond to the spirit, not according to a feeling. You got to respond to the spirit according to faith. And the father said he sent him. Jesus said that he would. Pentecost revealed that the Lord kept his promise. And now that he's available in your life, since you have received him, go out and run this race with victory. God bless you. This morning, I want you to know on this Pentecost Sunday, you have the power. You don't have to give the devil your house. You don't have to stop praying those prayers because the power of God, as you look at it through the book of Acts, everywhere you see God doing something mighty, the spirit of God appeared before it happened. Come on here. When God created the earth from the very beginning, the spirit of God was there. When Jesus came to the earth, the Spirit of God was there. When Jesus inaugurated his ministry, the Spirit of God was there. Before the early church was started, the Spirit of the Lord was there. And guess what? When you go forth, the Spirit of the Lord will be right there. You tell that devil he's a liar. I walk by the Spirit of the Lord. I have power you need a healing get up and get it you have the power you need to run the devil out of your house get up and do it you have the power whatever you need God has provided you the power to get it done and when problems come God has already provided you the power to prevail. Lift your hands one more time and cry from your belly. I have the power. Come on, say it for your children. Say it for your house. Come on here. Say it for everything over your life. Come on, say I have the power.
the blood of Jesus purchased it, and I have the power. God bless you on this Pentecost Sunday. I pray that you have been blessed, and I pray that you would leave this experience in Powered. Jesus promised that he would give the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist said, there cometh one mightier than I, the, word, the, the, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but when he comes, he shall baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. And Jesus kept his promise. I am a witness because I know I got that Holy Ghost power. Come on here. When I show up, I don't just show up. I show up packing Holy Ghost power. And I want you to know you too, my friend, if you have been blood washed and born again, you, my friend, have the power. Know you got it and get up and walk in it. Come on, walk in the spirit. Be filled with the spirit because you, my friend, have the power. God bless you. Uh, perhaps there's somebody that, that know the Lord Jesus and you can know him today. The power is in the earth and still available for them that call upon the name of the Lord. All you got to do is ask the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I ask that you would come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God, Jesus. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were buried on the third day and raised with my salvation in your hands. And I receive the free gift of salvation. I thank you for saving me today and empowering me to learn and to live a victorious life. Come on, today you can say, if you meant that thing by faith, I have the power. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. And I want you to know we love you with the love of the Lord. You have the power.